Welcome to another IMCO with me, Jonathan Chan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about what topped the news this past week and for me to provide you with a Christian opinion. That's what IMCO means, in my Christian opinion. Now, just to let you know, this is only my opinion. And so take it or leave it. And if you want to chime in or have any questions or would like to share your opinions, please feel free to send me a message either through the Facebook comment section or uh, through our website at www.companyofdisciples.com. So what topped the news this past week? Well, other than more COVID restrictions and other than what's down this, what's happening in the elections down in the States or had already uh, happened down in the States, we also had one other thing that topped the news uh, that was local and should be of a concern to all of us. And uh, it was with regards to um, the BC Trespass Act. Now, for those of you who do not know what that act is, it's basically the, the um, ability for business owners to be able to um, put up a sign that, is, that looks like this right up here. If you see that triangular sign, in, on their on their uh, storefront, and uh, if there were any uh, homeless or any um, loiterers in, that happened to be blocking their entrances, the uh, uh, if there was some patrolling uh, uh, police officers, uh, these police officers would be able to have the right uh, and the permission to remove uh, these loiterers or homelessness uh, homeless people away. And um, what I read in the article, which I included in the link below uh, on this IMCO, is that uh, these uh, officers would direct uh, these individuals to the right to social services and um, properly care for them. Now, you think this is a great idea, right, for police officers to escort homeless people to the right to direct them to the right resources. However, if you read the article, which I included there, it's uh, the articles from City, CTV News, uh, Vancouver. One of the advocates, homeless advocates, um, home, advocates against homelessness, uh, says that this unfairly targets people. It unfairly targets uh, homeless, uh, homeless people and poor people. And is she right? Well, that's what our IMCO is going to talk about today. It's a whole idea about private property, especially for business owners, and uh, how, and especially for us Christians who do own businesses such as retail fronts, and what to do with uh, um, people who loiter in front of our um, stores, who block our entrances, and who may be hostile to our clients, and maybe preventing us from doing business, and could possibly damage property. All right, let's begin. Some of you may not know who I am, and I want to like to give you some context of why I feel that, you know, I could share a little bit of my own experience and my opinion fairly, hopefully. Um, my very first job out of university, 
was a uh, was to manage a store in downtown Vancouver on Seymour and Smythe. That's closer to the east side of downtown. Uh, a lot of mornings when uh, I have the morning shift to open the store, there will be times when I encounter homeless people. And uh, some of them would be uh, sleeping in our garbage uh, Smithwright, those large Smithwrights, which I one time my receiver and I almost um, squashed a person while throwing a safe away, uh, a big, large safe into the garbage can. Yes, apparently one of our vendors told us just to huck it. And so we threw it into the uh, garbage can without realizing that there was somebody in there. Thankfully, that individual did not get hurt. We completely missed him, which was thankful. And, uh, and that was it. There were other times, many times, actually, many that I don't want to uh, remember, and yet some, some of them really st stitched into my head, is when uh, our re my receiver and I opened the receiving door and there would be a, a homeless person uh, in front of us doing his business, like defecating our, street, our entrance. Um, doing his business. And unfortunately, most of the time, my receiver and I witness the business end of that business as opposed to the front. And so, again, uh, it's like, really, it's like, uh, it's blocking our uh, trucks and now we have to clean it. And, uh, and it seems like uh, these individuals do not care in the world of what they're doing. So, Defecating our property, defecating our entranceways uh, with uh, urine and feces. And uh, also, uh, sometimes they um, we have folks that come in and just stay at the back of the store, which we, uh, you know, try to be nice and we understand their circumstances. And they're looking for a place to be, in, be away from the elements, especially during winter time. However, they are hostile to our customers. And uh, so there were some cases where they threw pens at them. Uh, there are some cases they stole from us. Uh, we have loss prevention is a huge issue back then in our um, in our store, and just the whole act of uh, um, so just the whole act of this is this, this navigation of what to do with these folks because partly you don't want to be mean, you don't want to like kick them out, you don't want to remove them off your your entrance forcefully. But also on the other side, they're, they're hostile to your clients and they're also preventing you from doing your business. And uh, they're also ruining the, your property because this is private property. Um, and uh, because beyond the sidewalk, that's public, but within, within the boundaries uh, of a sidewalk and within our store, that's our property. And so I understand the business side. The reason why I'm sharing you this story is because uh, for some of you who may be listening or watching this uh, episode of IMCO, you may be telling me, it's like, John, you have no clue what I'm going through. Uh, I'm a business owner. Do you know how hard it is to navigate this issue right now? I do. And the reason why I'm sharing this story to you is because I understand where you're coming from. And uh, I'm just not just this uh, pastor who just happens to be a pastor and never worked in his life in the corporate world. I have for 15 years and one of those uh, five of those 15 years was actually managing a store in downtown and so that's my uh, that's my experience on the business side for five years i've experienced this from the naimo to downtown now how about the social side well 
During those times, during that, those five years, I also volunteered for two organizations. One is UGM, and I volunteer often there, almost once a week uh, at their New West uh, branch, I think, or just call it the location, at their New West location. And mind you, if Bill Wong is listening to this, he is such a treasure. Uh, he is a wonderful person, uh, a beautiful person, patient, loving, humble, and just has this love for for humanity that uh, you would never think. Like he is so patient with uh, with the folks that come in. So I volunteer for him uh, once a week at UGM in the New West location. I also volunteer as a bus pastor that uh, uh, for for almost eight years during that time when uh, uh, you know we would get on a school bus and we would uh, venture around Strathcona and all the other areas in the, in the east side uh, near the uh, southeast northeast of downtown uh, in the outskirts of downtown to pick up children oh of course with their parents that uh, consent and to bring them to a church to have events like uh, first of all uh, some games uh, some skits and also feed them lunch and uh, give them a meal. And after the meal, we would uh, put them back in, like uh, load them back in the bus and drop them off back to their parents. I also uh, do a lot of uh, one-off projects like um, Out of the Cold and uh, also to uh, volunteer to hand out socks, warm socks in the downtown east side. So I, do, I have that element as well. I have that world as well, just to let all you folks know. I'm just not particularly focused on the business side. I also have the uh, social side as well. I understand to uh, the whole circumstances of, that, of where people are. And uh, I've learned to gain that empathy for others and uh, not to be so judgmental. So I got these two worlds and I'm balancing it, right? And not only that, I'm Christian. And, uh, and if you know, if you're a Christian out there, you would know that we are mandated uh, to take care of our poor, take care of the disadvantaged, and love them to death, right? So what to do? What to do? So during my time as a man, uh, managing the store in the downtown east side, I've learned a few things as I was navigating through this for those five years. Um, when I mentioned Nanaimo, yes, Nanaimo isn't that great either. You know, the island is perfect, but uh, some of my friends who live on the island would tell you that there are also homelessness in Nanaimo, and sometimes uh, it could be worse. And so uh, after those five years of managing a store, I've learned a few things. And, uh, you know, you, I try to navigate between, okay, what shall a Christian who happens to own a business, who has a private property, what can they do to show love practically to the homeless? even though it may not be, it's a thankful, thankless job. It's a thankless thing um, because you're not going to get any thank you, thank you so much type of thing. You're not going to get any words of affirmation. You're not even going to get any love languages back, all right? Because they, aren't, they can't, they aren't able to. So don't expect that. That's number one, don't expect that. But what can we do practically? And I've learned a few things. Um, and so on my second year, uh, just the second year out of the five years that I was managing the store, uh, I just like, um, implemented three things that I found that were practical to, and so I hope that I can commend them to you, uh, or recommend them to you to see if you 
a business owner who happens to be a Christian, who happens to know the mandates of taking care of the poor, and who's struggling to navigate the, uh, between the two worlds, if you could find these things helpful as well. And so here they are. Here are my takeaways. Mind you, if you see a, a chat box on the, the right of the left of me or on your left, that is actually a chat box that you could chat with me and drop me a line. Just go to my website at companyanddisciples.com, scroll down to the live stream, and you could enter your chat comments in that chat box, and I'll see it right here. But let's move on. My takeaways on what I've learned in my five years as ma managing a store, uh, especially with, uh, with regards to homeless people who are loitering in front of your entrance and such. Number one, we should always approach, and this is a given, to approach uh, the poor and the homeless and the disadvantaged with empathy and a graceful attitude, not judgmental. Let's not get, get into the idea of just presupposing or, pre, or being presumptuous on, their, on why they are there and, and, uh, and the reasons why they're there. Ultimately, as Christian, we have to approach all things, all peoples with empathy and grace. And so that's the, um, my rule of thumb for myself when I try to devise some way of practically engaging and resolving the issues that I had when I was managing my store. And so I was convicted uh, by my mentors that empathy and grace are the central tenets when it comes to running a business as a Christian. Empathy and grace. Okay, so that's my moral compass right there. So I'll move on to two, the practicality. I don't know if you guys do this anymore. Uh, back then we had Rolodexes. Now you know how old I am. Uh, but you know now we have Google Keep uh, on here on this phone, so I use that. Try to keep as many numbers of social services. Um, what I did because I volunteered at UGM for uh, for quite a while, and because I know I, I have some colleagues at Salvation Army, and also I have uh, I know a few people at the city of Vancouver. Try to keep as many uh, try to take as many numbers as you can. To, for social services, because when we encounter, I, I did this now, when we, whenever, whenever I encountered homeless people or uh, poor people in front of my entrance, they're in trouble, okay? They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not there just because they like it. No, they, they're there because they're in need. And therefore, I would tell them, allow me to call up the various organizations to come and pick you up and provide you with shelter, temporary shelter. And so I do. So I have like phone numbers of pastors of churches in that area who uh, can provide shelter, short-term shelter. I have the uh, uh, numbers of the Y, YMCA. I have the numbers of um, UGM. I have the numbers of the Indigenous uh, Center, uh, which is, I can't remember the name, but there's an Indigenous Center in downtown. The name just skipped out of me. Uh, but I have these numbers. And uh, these, and once uh, I, I see these uh, scenarios that, that are happening in front of me, hey, I have a cell phone. I'll just uh, call up uh, these uh, numbers and see if they, they could help me out. Uh, I will not disturb uh, the, the folks. I would tell them that, hey, um, uh, like, uh, I, allow me to call uh, some of the social services to help you, to uh, provide you with a safer place to first, like, spend the night 
and as opposed to be on the street. So that's uh, the, the number two important thing that I found very helpful was to keep these numbers and continue to build this Rolodex or this virtual Rolodex. Um, so even till this day, uh, I'm a pastor now, uh, part-time, and uh, I continue to build this uh, uh, Rolodex because really, I'm not trained in all aspects. There's no such thing as a pastor of jack of all trades. No, we can, we are, pastors are more like a triage nurse where we receive um, people with, uh, that have needs and we direct them to the people we know. Uh, and so, for instance, if people need counseling, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a licensed counselor, nor am I a psychiatrist. But I do know folks in counseling and psychiatry, and I would direct them to those folks. Regardless whether they're Christian or not, hey, they're professionals, and they can, they studied this, they practiced this. I studied scripture. That has nothing to do with counseling. And so I would direct them to these folks. Same here. I realized that I am ill-equipped. I only know how to manage a store. I was trained to manage a store. I studied business and economics. I cannot take care of their needs, of their current needs, whether it be addiction, mental health, or uh, just financial troubles. Uh, but I can definitely direct them and uh, help them by connecting them with the right people. Lastly, um, this one is actually from somebody, a friend of mine who I know and maybe some of you may know. Uh, she was a recipient of the Freedom of the City Award in 2014. Her name is Judy Graves, and she's been an advocate against to reduce or to eliminate homelessness for the past 30, for 33 years. And she's still doing it, even though she's retired. Uh, and so I've learned a lot from having discussions with Judy Graves, uh, Miss Graves, uh, or Judy Graves, or she would like to, me to call her Judy anyway. And I realized that there's uh, a lot of other practical things that they would need. And, um, and the best way to uh, provide care for them is to actually provide tangible stuff. So whether it be blankets, warm blankets, cardboard, and other items, because why they're there in under my awning is because they lack the necessities to keep warm or to shelter them from the elements. And so if we are able to help them to be mobile again, uh, by relocating, whether it be providing blankets, cardboard for so that they won't be, f so they won't freeze to death uh, on the sidewalk, or just other items that they can you know, get back and uh, and move, then that will be great as well. So, uh, when I was at the, the Staples, this is before I met Judy, but uh, she just affirmed that uh, uh, of what I did. Um, we have a lot of cardboard and bubble wrap, and so uh, that's awesome for those uh, folks uh, who are homeless. Uh, they appreciated our gesture. And, they, uh, and we have a lot of that um, insulation for the furniture that's, that actually passes for really good blankets. And so we uh, give those out as well because we're going to throw them out anyway uh, through the recycler. Or, and so we might as well put them into use by providing that uh, for the homeless. And so those are the three practical things that I've, uh, I've learned throughout those past five years and continue to implement whenever I have the opportunity. And I also like to pass these, uh, um, these uh, practical uh, things that we can do to others. 
And so if you're a Christian and you happen to own a business, or actually the other way around, what's, what my mentor would say, if you happen to be a business owner, but also happen to be a Christian, and you are wondering how you could navigate this in a Christian way, how you would be able to approach this issue of uh, homeless people loitering in front of your businesses in your private property, then I, commend, I recommend these three uh, approaches that you could use um, to provide proper care in a Christian way. Lastly, just to a final word, uh, back to the article. I agree with the uh, spokesman, uh, spokesperson, spokeswoman uh, for the uh, Vancouver Police Department. They are trying hard. Like you must admire and, you know, you must uh, uh, admit and, you know, and just be thankful that they are taking the effort to uh, be the conduit of connecting the homeless with the proper social services. However, after much volunteering from doing much volunteering with uh, uh, with the various organizations, the police do, do give a unintended message to the uh, homeless and to the poor that they're out to get them, that they're out to arrest them and throw them in jail. That's the unintended message that uh, people receive. Heck, if you were pulled over by a cop for speeding, what's the unintended message there? Like, uh, even before the, the cop even says a word, basically, you're in trouble and you're going to get a ticket or get punished, right? And so think about a homeless person or a poor person. When they are approached by a police officer, that's, they won't be thinking, oh, they would connect me to a social services. That's not what they're thinking right away. What are they thinking right away? That they are in trouble and that they will be punished. No matter how hard the police officer is trying to vocally tell them that that's not the case. And so I appreciate that the VPD for doing what they are doing and they should continue doing that. However, as citizens, you and I, who happen to run a business and are also Christian, we need to take a step forward as well and to be to practice hospitality, to uh, be hospitable, hospitable citizens and show empathy and grace towards the homeless and the poor. Because we do not give that type of message to these folks. When we have no uniform or badge or a gun or a weapon and no cop car, when we approach them just the way we are and approach people with grace and empathy, we do not come across as judgmental or ready to punish them. No, we, are, we come across as people who do care. And if we could um, take the initiative and so that the cops don't need to do it, because they have better things to do, really. I, I think they have better things to do than to, uh, than to address this. We, this is our responsibility as citizens, as fellow human beings, and we are to approach uh, the homeless and the poor with empathy and grace. And I hope that uh, these three things that I uh, recommend to all of you uh, would be helpful and um, would help you navigate between how to be a Christian, how to run your business, and um, how to like, care for the uh, homeless and the poor at the same time time and uh final word is with grace and empathy 
Well, that is it for me. Uh, my name is uh, Jonathan Chan, and I am so glad that you can join me for another IMCO. I hope you enjoyed this episode as we navigated through uh, what it means, how well, how to navigate the two worlds of running a business and uh, being Christian. Um, if you have any questions, please uh, uh, email me at uh, companyofdisciples.com. Once again, it's companyofdisciples.com. If you have any opinions, or would like to share your opinions, or you disagree with me, hey, it's okay to disagree with me. Send me a message through our website. And also, if you are interested, I am a pastor, like I mentioned before, if you're interested in um, joining a live Zoom worship service, visit cruciblechurch.com. And uh, there you will be able to find the live stream uh, of the worship service on Sunday. Or better yet, join us for a live uh, Zoom worship by emailing uh, community at cruciblechurch.com. Once again, it's community at cruciblechurch.com and they will send you the Zoom coordinates for the Sunday's worship service. Till next time, have a blessed week and I hope to see you again next week as we tackle another hot topic in our local news. Bye-bye.